Sweet Derek, are we live? We are live. Coming to you from Las Vegas, Nevada, this is The Naturals Pod. Welcome to this episode of The Naturals Pod. As always, I'm Uncle Kyle. Respectfully, see you to my right. Sweet Derek, the producer. Hello, everybody. What's up? Tonight, I am excited to share a story with you from the vault of the young days of Derek, Sweet Derek, and Uncle Kyle. This story happened approximately 13 years ago. It was a regular Saturday night. I was at home. It was probably about 10 p.m. Just sitting at home watching some movies. A little chill Saturday. He never knew the phone call he was I did. I had no idea what was coming. <laughs> and this is how the best nights come to be, honestly, when you have no idea what's about to happen. So... Sweet Derek had gone to a small locals bar. I believe they're a chain. It's called Lucky's, and it's out off of Farm Road in, yep, the, in the north end of Vegas. Um, that's my stomping grounds. I went to high school out there, Shadow Ridge High School, class of 2007. Shout out Mustangs. Let's go. Um, but this was out on the edge of town at the time. It's it's been It's been built out a lot. So anyways... Sweet Derek calls me. He goes, Kyle, I'm at Lucky's and I just hit a Royal. Do you want to come hang out? Also, there is this weird guy here at the bar that's trying to make me get, make me buy everybody a drink. And he didn't want to do it. Typically, for those that don't know, for those in the Midwest and Belgium, apparently, shout out to you. Glad to have you. When you win on a video poker machine in a bar in Las Vegas. At the time, now apparently they pay you out, even if it is thousands of dollars. But at the time, when you reached a certain dollar amount, a literal Brinks truck would come and an armed guard would pay you out the cash and I believe also give you the tax documents so you could pay your taxes to Uncle Sam and be a good American. Yeah, so anything that you hit over $1,200 on slots, anything like that are taxables, and they make you fill out the form and all that fun stuff, and the government gets their cut. Yay, government. Yay, pay your taxes. So I show up at the bar. Derek's sitting at the bar when I come in. This guy who was very drunk and clearly a regular who had been there or went there regularly. That was his spot. He probably went there every Friday, Saturday, some guys every day of the week. And I hate to say it, not trying to be stereotypical, but you know what a bar regular looks like. Like Exactly. When you're at the bar, you see that guy, you're like, Oh, that guy comes here a lot. And that he a was regular. sloppy drunk. Oh, yeah. But those people spend a lot of money, and I think they get a little more leeway when they go to their local joint. So this was not super far away from the house when Derek had called me, so maybe there was 20 minutes. I threw on some clothes. I got in the car. I jammed out there in my little Volkswagen GTI. No, I think you were still rocking that Toyota uh, truck at the time, dude. Could have been. So went out there, met him at the bar. I walk in. This guy is still insisting that he buys everyone a drink. I'm just letting it play out. A couple of people were kind of egging him on, but it didn't really seem like they were on his side. They were just getting cheap entertainment out of the drunk dipshit that comes to the bar every night of the week. While we wait for the Brinks truck to come pay him out, he moves down a couple of seats. Meanwhile, 
The drink of choice for sweet Derek, in case you didn't know, we have not discussed this yet, is a vodka crayon. He likes his vodka crayons. Judge all you like. In the day, sweet Derek was a tank. You were not out drinking this man. And to that point in my life, I think I was 22, and then we had known one another for probably four or five years. I had never seen him puke. The, the, the days where you are 16 to 23 is where you see everybody you know puke. That's being in your late teens, early 20s. <laughs> like Whether it be a high school party or when you're in college, you will see your friends blackout drunk and you will be judgmental of them. But don't be too judgmental because you have your turn too if you... Hey, man, uh, uh, shout out dude, to Vodka Crans. No shame in that drink. I still drink that beverage to this day. I love that beverage. And, yes, I had not puked at this point ever. I uh, My go-to was the cranberry would send me to the restroom a little bit, you know. Uh, number yeah, one, peeing was peeing, definitely yeah, a just thing. to pee the alcohol out. But as far like when I broke the seal, I broke it. But as it's far as puking, I have never puked. He had, to that point, never puked. Let's just put it that way. Quentin Tarantino, yeah, I know. Which, as I mentioned it, is impressive because even if you want to hate on the drink, there is still just straight vodka in that, which is liquor. Vodka is a utility liquor. You can put that with almost anything and create an adult beverage. Oh, yeah, and I wasn't nursing those things. I wasn't switching it up. Those were what, what I was drinking. He was knocking them down. So this guy's insisting that he buys everybody drinks. I tell him, look, man, he's not buying you a drink. Just let it go. Meanwhile, Derek has moved down two seats, and he has hit another. It wasn't a taxable, but I think it was like four deuces with a three or something. So it was a few hundred dollars. And when you're in these bars in Las Vegas, and they have the games on the bar top, when somebody hits something now, it sets off an alarm. It's like, oh, somebody's getting lucky. (laughs) And I don't know how that's encouraging (laughs) to everybody else, but... I think they do a little wheel spin, and you could potentially get a bonus. Yeah, or like some places like PTs and Sierra Gold, they'll hit you with some like free play on your card if someone else hits something big, which is you know kind of cool. Whatever. Shout out PTs here. The Gold. little bennies, the little bennies of being a member. So this guy now knows that he has won more money, and he is becoming even more insistent. Right at the point where I was like, "Man, I really hope this guy doesn't come over here." The Brinks truck drives come walking in to pay him the cash, and they wear full body armor and guns. Apparently, they don't do this anymore, right, Sweet Derek? They don't really do. No, the it just comes from the bars now. I think unless it gets over to some crazy dollar amount, but this was a sixteen hundred bucks, which was still an epic win, but not enough to warrant. Uh, Brinks drivers nowadays but back then yes it seemed like they didn't have that much cash on hand um, which still seems smart to this day but I have seen someone get paid out like five G's at a bar before from the safe of a bartender kind of crazy but yeah maybe they just don't want to pay the extra fee of Brinks coming out or whatever that is yeah certainly there's a fee for that Uh, my sister and I went to high school with a guy who actually I don't know if he still does but he, he was at the time that we knew him working for PTs and they would literally call him and be like, Hey, we have a taxable. This is the amount da, 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 and he would go ahead and approve it. Cause I guess they even check cameras and make sure nobody's trying to rob them, but I digress. So they come in, they pay him. This guy sees people with body armor and guns and he shuts the fuck up, which is like, yes, that's a desired effect. That's what we need. And we're ready to go. I look at one of the security guys, the Brinks guys, and I'm like, can you walk us out to our car so we can leave? This guy's being a little unruly. 
so on and so forth. So we walk out and we get out of there. This is the beginning of a storied night. I will never forget this night in my entire life. It was incredible. We had a we had a great time. We had a great time. It was wild. This is being in your 20s in a nutshell. So we leave Lucky's. I think I left my car there or I drove my car to your house. I can't remember which because we definitely were not driving my car. No, we were driving uh, mine. I don't remember yet either. But it was either your way, old we blue together. Ford Focus, dude. Shout yeah. out the Ford Focus. So you ended up driving. And ultimately, what we decided upon is he wanted to go game a little bit. So we went to Aliante. At the time, this was a station casino. If you don't live in Vegas, a station casino is a locals casino. There are casinos on the strip, the type of things that you see in movies. And then there are off-strip locations that are more geared towards the people that live here. And also, they have hotels, so people also stay in them when they come here. I'm sure it's much less expensive than being down at the Bellagio or the Venetian. So, we go to Aliante. We go in. First thing we do, at the time... I really like playing craps. Craps is not good for you. Don't don't play craps. The odds are not in your favor. But on this night, they were certainly in Derek's. He was on a heater. He went on a roll. I think we each put down a couple hundred bucks. I'm pretty sure he had given me some money to play with, which was very gracious to him. But we were fitting to have a fun night. Was this the role that I had to give up? Or this was, was not. We okay, were at the Santa Fe okay. station when you had to give up that epic role. But this was also maybe not quite as epic as that. But it, this this was a very was good role. Yeah. Everybody at the table was winning money. Craps when it is when it is occurring the way that it should in everyone's dreams is a blast everyone at the table is winning the person who's rolling the dice feels like they're the king of the world they're handing out chips the dealers get excited because people are tipping them it is so much fun but also the flip side of that is you could lose a lot of money real quick gambling is dangerous gamble responsibly Gamble responsibly, people. So Derek goes on a hell of a roll on the, on the uh, not the roulette table, the craps table. And ultimately he crapped out, but everybody had won money. Everybody, I think I, I'm not even trying to embellish the story. I'm fairly certain he might have even gotten a, a short, small round of applause. So I feel like I did. Yeah, I, I feel like you like really did. People were like, patting like, oh, you on the back. Yeah. It I was, a, was champ, a really good role. And some of those people, some of these people that play in these off strip casinos, they have money. So some of those people had thousands of dollars oh, in front yeah. of them and they were really winning. I mean, I think we even won. I think it was like a G ball. No, at you least. went. Yeah, was OK, crushing. so you went insane. You are not a craps player, so you didn't know what was going on. I was telling you what to do and you were feeling like Mr. Lucky. So you were essentially doubling my bet. So I'm pretty sure I won around eight hundred dollars and you won somewhere in the neighborhood of another sixteen hundred to two grand. Yeah, and was I was crazy, like, boom. <laughs> so sweet Derek likes to play poker and they had a poker room there at the time. I don't think they do anymore. We go they do not. to go to the poker room, but because I'm simple-minded and I hate my life, I wanted to play some blackjack. Derek does not like blackjack, so at that time he was like, I'm going to go over here and play this penny slot machine. And the, the little penny slots are cool because it's about 30 cents a pull, and you can win. I don't think the jackpots are insanely huge, but you can win... 
you know, three to five hundred bucks and you spent 20. That has happened to me live. That has happened. Yeah. I mean, they're they could be big. And nowadays, sadly, but penny machines don't even exist. It's like a dollar pool now. They yeah, kind of they've kind of fendangled that. Uh, but at the time, it was like 30 cents. and It was like a little Willy Wonka Vegas machine. Vegas will take your money. Yeah, so I, I, th- I remember it was a Willy Wonka you machine. Will. I'm like, I'm going to go play this slots. And to your knowledge, you said, what? What did you say, buddy? I said slots are for fucking losers. <laughs> I did. And I'm going to stand behind that. I'm not a slot player. You're just shitting on me. That you, I was not shitting on you. I was just no, shitting no, on no, slots. I, did, yeah. I love you, buddy. <laughs> but the thing that you need to know for the uneducated is when you're playing a slot machine, the whole... What happens in Vegas? Shout out Ashton Kutcher and Cameron Diaz. Put it up on the board. The dream of like putting a quarter into a machine, pulling it and it hitting, that does not happen. That's not the way it works. You have to feed a slot machine. You have to talk to it lovingly. You have to stroke it on its side and tell it it's great and you love it so much. And pray (laughs) that when you put a few hundred a couple thousand dollars into it that it will produce a bonus because that's how a lot of the slot machines run a bonus for you that will give you more money and side notes to the people uh that whether you gamble or do gamble and you can google this is the number one winner for casinos is slot machines so that means they are just taking your money that is the biggest gainer in casinos the stats are there people i think literally uh last time I looked it up. I think for last year they made like $3 billion profit or something on slots alone. Yeah. It's insane. I, I, I don't know. If you enjoy that, do it. Just don't bet the mortgage on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, do it with money you can afford to lose. But some of the people that I see on YouTube are just insane. They have shorts where they're like, I'm down ten grand on the day. I'm about to play this thing for $800 a pull and hopefully we get our money back and sometimes they do and t- sometimes they get smoked and they're down 20 grand for the day and that is insane to me. But I digress. So I go to play some blackjack and I go on an insane tear and I'm looking over at Derek like, oh my God, this is going crazy. He meanwhile, just I see him look at the screen and stand up and he's hit a jackpot on this penny machine for like another Six to eight hundred dollars, yep. which is just insane. Yep. He's like, I want to go play cards now. And, and I then think I was it, like, who's the loser now for playing slots? Yeah, you're. I mean, talk your shit. That's your moment. I said something and it immediately came back to bite me in the ass. And on top of that, because he's on a heater, I think he fronted me another three hundred dollars and was like, here, just buy a poker. We'll go play. So we go sit down in the poker room. And this is a one two poker game. One dollar, two dollar. Those are the blinds. It's a it's it, it is essentially one of the lowest limit poker games that you can play in your when you're playing in a casino but the maximum buy-in i think is 300 dollars. derek within 30 minutes turned 300 into 900 and i think i had a pretty decent hand and won a couple hundred bucks i couldn't lose man everything i touched was on fire heater people derek's on fire (laughs) i mean you were you were buddy yeah i couldn't it was unreal i had to touch that night man so at this point it was probably 1230, maybe one in the morning. And as you do when you are a young man in your 20s, we were going to go to a gentleman club establishment. That is where we were going. The decision had been made. We were going to Treasures. Shout out Treasures. On the way to the cage to cash the money out, 
There's a long line. So he decides to put another 40 bucks in some Monopoly 30 cent slot machine and hits another three to $500 or something. <laughs> I can't remember the details of all this because the thing that you need to realize people is when you're in a casino, especially when you're crushing it, like we did when we went up to the craps table, they will feed you drinks. They're going to come by and they're going to shove free alcohol down your throat to make you make bad decisions, to give them that money back. They don't want you to keep it. Oh yeah. They love, they love the drinks flowing. And we were already drinking at the bar before and now we're drinking at the, you know, at the casino. And when I'm there, I lean into that because honestly I have great faculties at that point. And also Derek has a really good, uh, kill switch that he likes to flip when he's ready to go. So it works out for me, pulls me out of the situation. But we had consumed a lot of beverages. Let's just put it that way. And we were moneyed up at this point. I mean, we had to be upwards, and I don't even think it's an exaggeration. It had to be 20-plus. I would argue 20-plus drinks. What do you mean? Like 20 20 drinks each. Oh, I thought you were talking about the money. I was like, you won money. I think on on the night it was probably seven or eight grand you had a hell of yeah, a it night insane. it was yeah. amazing but drinks wise at this point i'm saying we had to be at we least were bombing 15, them we were tanked deep. when we man, were in the poker man, room they yeah. were still doing it to us they wanted to get us out the door so we go and because Derek is a tank and when you're in your early 20s you make bad decisions we drove from the aliante station formerly to the Treasures Gentlemen's Club, which is down off of Industrial, which if you are from Vegas, you know is a seedy street. There is a, a shop where they will fix your car's transmission. There is a strip club. There is an adult store. There is a barbecue restaurant. There's you, even a little weird random hotel called the Artisan. Not anymore. That is oh, called. What? Really? Oh, they got changed? no, 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 no. Oh, I'm blanking. I drive by this every day on the way to work. Look that up real quick. It's called something else, but they are making that a marijuana friendly hotel. Like they are advertising it at as a. Uh, the Lexi, the Lexi, the Lexi, look it up, the yep, Lexi, the yep. Lexi, yep. Um, they are advertising that as a, a cannabis, a cannabis resort, yes, hotel, wow, which is kind of cool. Formerly, if you didn't know, the artisan had a reputation for being a swinger swingers joint. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. another funny side note i didn't know that because they have a bar that's open late that's like an after hours place like you go you somewhere to go after and the then club. you go to that at like 2 a.m i'm not staying up that late anymore people we don't do that shit but at the time it was fun so funny side note the condor who is not here with us right now and his wife were getting ready to celebrate an anniversary and i suggested that they go there because i was like it's cool it's a small little boutique hotel i had even been there because they had packages where you could rent out an entire floor or even the whole hotel and have a party i had been there when people had had those parties and it was sick i didn't know about the swinger thing Apparently, his wife had heard about that, and she got mad. So, sorry about that. I will. That was 100% my fault. I had no idea. <laughs> so, we get in the car. We get off on Industrial in the seedy area of Las Vegas. There's many seedy areas. One of the seedy areas of but Las Vegas. But we are pumped. We are on a mission. We have money. We are feeling delightful off of alcohol. We are going to the Gentleman's Club. We get up to... 
treasures. We get out of the car, we go up. So when you go to strip clubs in Vegas, I'm not sure how it works in the rest of the country, there is a cover charge. So they charge you, typically it's cheaper when you're a local, but they charge you 20 bucks and then they give you two tickets so you have two drinks. Certainly they water them down. You probably get like a little thimble full of liquor in it if you get a mixed drink. So my advice to you is get a beer if you're going to go to the strip club or be a Christian and don't go to the strip club at all. <laughs> just just a, you know, non-judgmental piece of advice. Don't get a Jack and Coke. No pun intended. No pun intended. We are not punning at all. <laughs> so we walk in there. We are loaded off of casino drinks. And I don't know what it is about bouncers slash doormen at strip clubs. And once again, I don't know if this is everywhere, but here in Las Vegas, these guys are all like former NFL linemen. They're huge. They are six foot five, six foot six, and they're as wide as the door that they're standing in. These guys are monsters. These are not the people that you want to tangle with. That's why anytime when I was younger, I haven't done it in years, but when I was younger and I went into these establishments, you have my utmost respect. You want me to leave? Cool. But also, I never did anything that really would have gotten me kicked out anyways. They are very scary individuals, and fun little fact for people uh, that lived in Vegas and people outside of Vegas, UFC fans will know well that Frank Mir, the legend Frank Mir, heavyweight champion of the world at one point in the UFC, was actually a bouncer door guy at the Spearmint Rhino, and he actually worked there when he was an active fighter in the beginning. Shout out Frank Mir. He is hands down. I don't follow the UFC as much as I did previously, but he is hands down one of my favorite fighters ever. What a guy. And he's also a Vegas born and raised native, I believe, as well. He is, and he's a beast. So, yeah, not a guy that you want to mess with in the strip club. Yeah, you will I, be losing that. So fight. he and I are about the same height. I saw him at the airport one time, but he he is intimidating. Like, uh, you look at him, you're like, this is somebody that you don't fuck with. Like, this guy will destroy you. Like, he legitimately looks scary. But he was really cool. I said what's up to him. I didn't ask him for a picture or anything. I don't fangirl out like that, but he was he was a nice guy. Shout out to Frank Mir. Nice. So this massive door of a man comes up to us, points at both of us. We are shit-faced. And so, of course, we're scared because we're like, what did we do? We didn't do anything. This, this is the kind of paranoia you have when you've had too many casino beverages. And he goes, come with me. We walk into the club. So if you didn't know... Treasures <laughs> Strip Club, Gentleman's Club, Strip Club, has a steakhouse in it. They literally try to sell you a a Wagyu ribeye meal <laughs> while you're walking into the strip club. Would, before you have your strip club adventure, like to sit down and have a nice steak? We could bring the girls over here to sit on your lap while you do it, and you could smoke a cigar. I don't know. We That's... never did the steakhouse, and I don't know if I trust food and strip clubs as a combined situation. Um, that's wild. But, yeah, the the big guy, it was just crazy because normally it's like a host or it's a girl saying, oh, do you want a private table or a, a, a bottle, a VIP section? And this guy just aggressively came at us and was like, you two, come this way right now. Yeah. You mean – you don't want to have the free breakfast buffet at the strip club. I You're don't. not a fan of that. I don't trust it. Honestly, I love steak and they very well could have a very good steak. But that is just I don't know a step too far. I'm going to have a meal and then go. 
into the strip. I club. just feel like you you reach an, another level of depression when you're at a strip club and you're there for the breakfast buffet. I, you've stayed too long. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's a lot of business trips. A lot of a lot of stakes have been expensed at the Tuscany or not the Tuscany, the Treasures Gentlemen's Club because they even tell you this charge won't appear as a. Uh, as a strip club, it's it appears as a restaurant, like you're hiding it from your wife. Yeah. So, anyways, he takes us into the main area of the club. I mean, it's like it, it is like a dancing club or a club that you would go to on the strip, except there's tables everywhere because they want people to sit and participate. So he takes us up to this booth. He points and he goes, "Do you guys want this booth?" And us, because we're having a great night. Derek's on a heater. We've had a bunch of drinks. We are like, yes. Well, the cool thing is he said he was going to like hook us up with a discount. Now, if this was a real discount, I don't know. But he's like, I'm going to hit you guys with a sick deal right now. And I think it was like $200 for a bottle, which if you live in Vegas, that is nothing. That is peanuts compared to like. Yeah. When you're going to a club, whether it be a gentleman's club or a dance rave club or an ultra lounge or whatever, bottle service is not cheap for my sister's. 24th or 25th birthday she wanted to have a party at revolver which was formerly at the santa fe station it was a country line dancing club apparently now they're opening another one called stoney's um but i did that for her birthday there and i think it was 600 dollars, and that's just like a cheap off the strip place so two hundred dollars is a steal. Yeah. So the night of blessing just continues. It and did. We were on, we were on a heater. You were on a financial heater. I was on a having a good time heater. It was amazing. And there's nothing wrong with booths and boobs. Booths, boobs, booze. We had already had plenty of the booze at that point. Bonuses, bucks, the triple bears, beats, Battlestar Galactica hitting <laughs> you with all the triple Bs, <laughs> getting them all an oldie but goodie. So we're in the booth. They bring the giant bottle of alcohol. So this is another thing. If you haven't been to Vegas, if you get a large bottle of alcohol in a booth anywhere in Las Vegas, whether it be at a pool, nightclub, gentleman's club, grandma's retirement home, possibly (laughs) the bottle is massive. It is. It is huge. It is feet tall. I have seen bottles that are like three feet tall. It is ridiculous. Yeah, they're it's especially a totally thing, Vegas yeah. thing. Yeah, it's supposed to be a show. It's supposed to be a show of it. You're paying for it. You're you are ridiculously overpaying for it, but you're paying. Yeah, for sometimes it. they'll bring like sparklers and girls and bring it out for you. They they usually make a, a whole thing of it because you're spending usually way too much money. It's like, oh, two thousand dollars for a bottle of vodka you could have bought for 40 bucks at your local grocery store. But you're in Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> you are paying the expense of being in Las Vegas. I think it was Sky or some regular brand. It wasn't top tier. It wasn't Belvedere. It wasn't Grey Goose. It wasn't anything insane. But it didn't matter because we were already shit-faced at that point. So at this time, we were going to become everybody's best friend, and we were handing out drinks. So at these clubs where it's 21 and up, the dancers can have drinks i think if they get sloppy the giant mountain men tell them that they need to go home jenny you are out of here you're being sloppy i mean the cool thing about that too is i remember is the guy said i'm gonna get you the top tier girls let me get girls for you and then brought us over girls which was pretty sweet too at the time he did and let me tell you these women were gorgeous they were they were super duper good looking this man did not disappoint so we're the celebrities at this point 
Oh, yeah, we were feeling like kings, man. I think we also asked him if we could run the bottle back for another 200 because we were flush with cash, and that did happen. Oh, I'm seeing double at this point, man. I am seeing True. double, dude. We were going we crazy, were but just... <laughs> every woman in that club, I hope they had a great time, too. They were receiving drinks oh, off drinks. of the bottles yeah. that we had, and we certainly weren't going to drink it, so yeah, we were it's giving like, them why not? So at a certain point, there was a chick that looked like a model. She was gorgeous sitting on me and me being super drunk. I was like, this is really cool. Cause you're hot and you probably wouldn't do this normally. Would you? And, and of course, like because Russian she too, like middle Eastern chick. No, no, no. That was later. This oh, okay. was a different one, okay. but she was nice to me. I was a drunk idiot. Clearly they deal with them constantly, <laughs> but you had given me some money to spend. I she took all of it. This was Oh yeah, you were the gorgeous. mark, dude. You were yeah, the mark. I was bro. a mark. She took it all. <laughs> she took it all. And rightfully so. And and honestly, that's what you do with the spoils of war. We had some glory. Oh yeah, I was like, here it. you go. Have some fun with it, man. Oh it's man, all it was amazing. So we had to have been in there total two to three hours. At a certain point. All of them had come and received free drinks from us, and there was a small, pale woman who had a very thick accent. I don't know which country she was from. I would take a stab and say Russia, and I could be wrong. She had a very thick Eastern Bloc accent. So she's telling me about her life's dreams and goals (laughs) and sitting on my lap and stroking my hair. I have given this woman zero dollars, zero dollars, so I do not want... I think we had drinks still at that point, though. She was getting free drinks. Yeah, uh, perhaps she was having some of the drinks, too, which that's what it was there for. And at this point, it's becoming a trend. And I swear to God, people, this was in my 20s and I'm a changed man. And I say that with a Mountain Dew seltzer in my hand. (laughs) I don't get sloppy slash black i don't think i've ever i possibly twice in my life i've blacked out drunk but just sloppy drunk where you're out of control but i was i was drunk and before i know it we're just making out and not sober version of me is like this is really cool we're having a great time and the normal rational version of me is going oh my god we do not even know this woman's name she is making out with us. How many dudes has she made out with tonight? If she asks me for some money to go do something extracurricular, oh my God. It's like that scene out of Ace Ventura where he is washing his body with Ajax and like burning his clothes in the shower. Hilarious. Hilarious. Oh, but don't get it twisted. You are in it, dude. I you was all about it. I was fully <laughs> participating, but my rational mind was in the co-pilot seat. They were not captaining the ship. These things happen. So after a certain period of time, you don't want to fall asleep at a strip club. I feel like that's probably not a good look. So we needed to leave. Sweet Derek, the champion that he was after winning so much money and funding the evening of a lifetime. We had a great time. It was time to go. He had driven us there in his car, so it was my turn to take the wheel. Yeah, at this point, I was seeing double, man. I wasn't even going to commit to that at this point. I'm like, I cannot drive. (laughs) Which was the smart move because I was fine. Probably yeah, you were drinking waters laws, for that time. Yeah, yeah I mean we you were, were better right. off. I I, I, I pre-gamed gone. a little bit because yeah. you were having a great time, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to stop your shine, my man. 
So a tradition that we had when we were younger, when we would go gambling or we would go play poker on the strip, is if we had a good night and we won, we would stop at the Carl's Jr. off of Rainbow in the 95, right at the Rainbow Curb. And this place has to be ancient, almost as old as I am, because... I remember driving by that place when I was a young boy going to Shiloh Christian School. I went to private school until I was in eighth grade. Yeah, it's been there a long time. Long there was... time. It's made out. It's it's made out of brick. It's a. It's literally a brick and mortar. CJ's. There was nothing better than a Victory Burg, though, yep. man. The Victory Burg. And because I'm a good friend and I know my friend, Sweet Derek has a very particular order, and this is what he likes. <laughs> this is a man that knows exactly what he needs. It's it, at the to, at the time it was two big cheeseburgers from Carl's Jr. ketchup and mustard only. Okay, ketchup and mustard only. No tomatoes, no pickles, no lettuce, no onion, no <laughs> mayo. He is about the gold standard of cheeseburger. He wants ketchup and mustard only. It's like Dave Portnoy doing the barstool pizza reviews. This is the gold medal slice or sandwich. This is the standard. You need to have a solid ketchup and mustard only burger. So I order him his food. I get him a Powerade to try and bring him back to a sober place What'd where you he get, will dude? not be in pain. Can't even remember what I got. Okay. Probably, I want to say it was a it was a munchie. It was something grease heavy. Probably a Western bacon cheeseburger because nice. it's got the onion rings on top. That's my jam with the barbecue sauce. Also, if you ever have a hangover and you need something that will just bring you right back, this is an Uncle Kyle recommendation. Put it on the board. The Carl's Jr. Breakfast Burger that has an egg and tots on it will change your life. It will bring you right back. Right back. So we go up to the window. We get the food. At this point, it's got to be between 3 and 4 in the morning. I had never seen Derek puke. Ever. This man was a tank. We are exiting the drive-thru. He looks at me with an expression that I recognize, having seen many of my friends puke <laughs> at that point in my life. And I just point at the door, and I'm like, go, 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 go. So I stop the car and put it in park. He leans out the door. I get out of the car because I need to witness this from the active <laughs> side of the situation. We go over there, and Derek unleashes a fountain of vodka and cranberry <laughs> and it is a glorious moment i cheered it on he did, dude. He because he was so mad in between oh. in between sessions he was saying fuck you and and things like that because it was he could he knew it was funny but yeah. it had to happen at some point it had to happen at some point. I felt so accomplished holding that where it never happened and then it happened it but i did. will say that is still to this day the only time that that has ever happened but if it's going to happen, it was deserved to be on such an epic It was night. a glorious moment. That was like the greatest thing to cap off that night. And honestly, I have to say, through all of our adventures, we have been through some crazy shit, but we always came out the other side clean. We didn't have nothing bad happen. We did occasionally have an encounter with the police that didn't end up horrible. Never been in handcuffs, never been to jail. You know what I'm saying? I have. Well, have you been in handcuffs? I have, but that'll be a story for another time. Yeah, same for me, too, but I have never been to jail. Anyways, no jail, that was the fun, one of the funnest nights. I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. We had such a good time winning money and 
doing debaucherous things. It was a night of glory out all the way around. A night of glory. And we are so glad to share that story with you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next one, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Naturals Pod. Please remember to follow us on your Twitter and Instagram accounts at The Naturals Pod. Do you have what it takes to join the Natty Nation? Like and subscribe to find out.